This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. And away we go on a Thursday with the podcast. Al Dukes, what do you say? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, today on the show, we had gotten into a large discussion about, um, for I don't know how we got in on this, but about uh, bringing babies to uh, movies, ball games, concerts, that sort of thing. Okay. You're a man who at one point had two babies. Yes, that is true. My wife had them, but yes. I, uh, but I you was had, the father of a couple of babies. You uh, yeah. were the father of a couple of babies. Uh, would you bring your babies to places, or would you be more concerned that your babies would cry and thus interrupt people at dinner or at a movie. We took a call from a guy who not only would take his baby to the movies, he takes his babies to Broadway. Yeah, it's stupid. That seems stupid, right? You know what it is? It's too stressful, too. Right. That's how I would feel. Like, you're sitting there just hoping the baby behaves. Yes. And is it really fair to a baby to sit there for an hour and a half and not open its mouth? Right. I mean, it really is, if you think about it, absurd. Yeah, babies don't want to go to the movies. No, of course not. I mean, now you could make the case that the light might mesmerize them and the sound might mesmerize them, kind of like the way they watch TV or the the noise in the background, or you you know what I'm saying. But we never took no, we never took either of our boys to the movies when they were babies. I wouldn't even take the boys on a plane until they were at least two. And so, the the little guy was a year and nine or ten months, and even yeah, even Matthew was probably almost two years old. So I'm not, no, I'm good. Restaurants, that was a big one. Right. Going to the restaurant the first time with probably a six-month-old. And the closest I came to bringing a baby to a game was 2000, it was the 2012 conference finals with the Rangers and the Devils, the game seven. I took Joseph to that because Aldo from Dippin' Chips uh, gave me the tickets. And that was the Henrique game. Mm-hmm. He was a year and 11 months. No, maybe he was two years old. He might have been two. And that was rough. No matter where you bring a baby, you better bring some entertainment for the baby. Uh, toys, books. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Some sort of screen for them to look at. Agreed. Big pain in the ass. It really is. Yeah. I know we went uh, I, We went to see, as a family, The Empire Strikes Back. And my sister, who was four years younger than me, so I don't know when that was, but... She screamed the whole time because it was loud and there were spaceships on the screen. She was not interested in that. I'm sure. But I remember it was so loud, like even her screaming didn't really interfere with people watching the movie because it was so loud in there. Right. But I also remember going to the movies back then. I'm very old, Jerry. 
Uh, drive-in theaters. You want to bring your baby to That's a drive-in different. trapped in your own car? Be my guest. And you can just, like, leave. Do babies need to buy a seat on an airplane? No. They you, don't. But now we did. Under two years old, you can elect to have the baby on your lap. Really? Yes. You have a two-year-old on your lap on Correct. an airplane? You can do wow. that. Wow. We opted to buy the extra seat for space. A little extra room. And while they both, again, they were both just shy of two. It ju- They were big. You know, they're not babies at a year and 10 months. Um, but I would, we bought the seat because it was just more comfortable and you had more space. Could you imagine, you know, those uh, planes that have three seats across and you being in the middle and on each side of you is an adult with a two-year-old on there? Yeah, I could lap? actually. Holy yeah, seeing mackerel. what some people do, absolutely. Yeah. To save $275 each? Yes. Yep. I could see that. No doubt. That's that's significant money. Worse if they were screaming the whole time. Yeah. Screaming babies. Have you ever been on a plane where a kid was kicking your chair yes. the whole time? It's mm-hmm. brutal, isn't it? It is brutal. Terrible. terrible I've been on uh, trains. I've been on uh, planes and buses. All Trouble finds you, let's be honest. Kicking uh, ba- Babies kicking me. Yes. Or worse than babies, like a two-year-old. They're annoying. Yeah, see, we never had that whole terrible two The terrible thing. twos, Jerry. We never had that. We never did. Our boys were, they were good. I know we just haven't dealt with it. Uh, then also the, the something that came up on the show is Boomers uh, today, I think, shooting video for the NFL Network's A Football Life. For him? Are they doing no, one on Boomer? They're not doing one on him. He's oh. he's participating in three different ones that they're taping. Okay. And I'm going to ask you if you have interest in any of these episodes. A Football Life, Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, I'd watch it. I'm not sure. I wouldn't if... go out of my way mm-hmm. to watch it. Like, it's not appointment TV. You're but not... If I came across it, I'd watch it. But you're not like, when is that airing? No, okay. not at all. A Football Life, Anthony Munoz. Same thing. I'd watch yeah. it if I came across it. I would not make a point to watch it. I can't Th- remember. They're doing Collingsworth and Munoz before Boomer? Yeah, that seemed strange to me. There's a third one. I can't even remember. That's how... Another player or about... Maybe Sam Weish? No, I don't think it was Sam Weish. I think it was... Oh, it's... Bruce uh, Coslett? Mm, I can't remember. Icky Woods. No, I don't think it's another Bengal. Darnay Scott. Strangely enough. Al Toon. No, no, I don't I don't think it was either. I'm, I'm not going to remember. Okay. But he's doing a third one. All right. A football. Bermuda life. Triangle of football teams? Yeah. A football. Life. I'm not... Inter- I, I don't know why... I needed to be a real significant person for me to watch a football life. Well, I, I think they are significant people. An offensive lineman? No offense. He's a Hall to... of Famer, isn't he? Yeah, but. Would you watch one on Nate Newton? No. No, Mark I'd watch. A. No. Mark Stepnowski? No. Huh. No lineman. Here's what I'd watch one on Joe Montana, a football life. All right. I feel like I know his story, though. See, I don't have interest in that. Oh, I, I see like what I... you're saying. It's kind of, what am I going to learn? A football life, Danny White. I'm I watching figured I'd that. probably learn something about that. I'm taping that. I would like to know about his transition to coaching in the AFL, you know, getting back into the NFL with company. Oh, he's Arena Football League, Arizona Rattlers. Yeah, he was a a big-time head coach there. Never made it into the NFL as a coach. I wonder why. I don't know. Maybe he didn't want to. Too stressful. But there are stories that can be learned. Like Babe Laufenberg, for instance. I'm not saying I'd watch a football life on him, but do you know his kid's got cancer right now? His uh, son is, I think, 16 or 17. And some of the stuff you read, I mean, the ordeal they're going through, and I'm not saying I'd want to to see a documentary on that, but what I'm saying is when it's someone that's not that level that you followed your whole life, 
Right. You learn some insights to their lives. That stuff I find interesting. All right. Are you a type of guy who does DVR things, Jerry? I don't, I, I don't think I've DVR'd anything yeah, in my life. I don't picture you a DVR kind of guy. If I need something DVR'd, I ask my son to do it. All right. And then you'll go back and watch it. Not really, but he does yeah. do it for me. So that's the thing. Like There are times when I seem very interested in something. The Gary Carter documentary on SNY. Right. I recorded it. Gary Carter is my favorite baseball player of all time. Okay. I can't bring myself to watch. Like, when I look, when even when there's nothing on TV, and I go, let me see what's on the DVR. I'm like, do I want to watch this documentary right now? And the answer is always no. I don't know why. You're short of time? Not short of time at all. I know. The draw to a murder mystery on the ID channel gets me You're going more. through a phase right now. I am. You know, I think we all have it. I, I remember... I remember going through the Matlock phase on TBS. I remember going through the Law and Order phase. Well, that's all you were watching. That was it. I mean, and I could not. Whoa! I see Law and Order. I see that thing. I couldn't wait to watch it. I go through the Property Brothers phase, the Love It or Listed phase. Mm-hmm. The well, who are the two? The Chip and Tarek Joanna. And, no, no, I never really got into that one. The Tarek and uh, what's her name, Christina? Yeah, and she's gorgeous, and he was kind of whatever. Gorgeous but, as well. Uh, okay, if you think so, that's fine. But, I mean, I got into that show for a long yeah. time. I was watching it as much as I, you know, you go through phases. Yes. And I, then it's suddenly one day you're no longer interested. Impractical Jokers. Yes. Anytime I see it, I watch it. And then I see there's 19 straight coming up. And I literally won't leave the couch. Right. You know. But it's, you know, whatever. So I'm going to save the Gary Carter for when I get out of my murder phase. Or when you're on a plane. Can't or you on a plane, that yeah. When you go to uh, Alaska? I don't know if you can download that. You can't download that all, right? I don't think you can download your DVR. I don't think. You might check. You might I be able check. to. To I your do have cable that, app. I do have that new Altice One that we do commercials for. If you for. have the Altice One, I bet you you probably would be able to watch it on a mobile device. I can watch it on a mobile device, but I think I need an internet connection. Right. You get the Wi-Fi on the plane. Oh. Or you right. could, I bet you could download it, though. And if not, don't be cheap. Spend the $12 for the Wi-Fi on the plane mm-hmm. and watch it. I never think that's going to be good, the Wi-Fi on the plane. It's hit or miss. Yeah. Hit or miss. Sometimes it works great. Sometimes what if it's garbage. I'm paying $12 for a miss? Not interested in that, Jerry. I mean, it's $12. You're going to spend $13 on a beer, and it might be a miss. <laughs> that's true, especially if I choose a microbrew. Right. You're going to Alaska. This could be a $6,000 miss. That's true. Let's you hope want it's... a boat. Al on a boat for seven days sailing the Alaskan seas. Good luck. Plus a, a day each on each side in Seattle. I think you're going to like Seattle more than you're going to like the Alaskan cruise. Really? And I think you're going to come back saying I should have stayed in Seattle all week. Really? I do. I think you're going to love Seattle. I've never been there, but my cousins in California go there often. Love it. Think it's a great little town. Really? Yes. I think you're going to enjoy Seattle. Okay. Well, I look forward to that, Jerry. Seattle. The only foreign country I'm interested in is Australia, and I have a story from New South Wales, Australia, Jerry. Okay. The city of Lake Macquarie, Lake Macquarie in New South Wales, Australia, has put signs up warning visitors not to feed the kangaroos. Okay, that makes sense. It's a very popular tourist destination, in part, Jerry, because kangaroos... Are, are roaming around, and they're not afraid of humans. Now, they're not afraid of humans because humans in that area often feed the kangaroos carrots. Okay. The problem is now, when kangaroos see humans there, they're not afraid of them, and they start approaching 
humans. Mm. And they'll sometimes get aggressive. And some humans have been kicked or punched by the kangaroos. Right, and they got punched back. Well, kangaroo boxing. Well, that's a thing, or it was a thing back in the day, kangaroo boxing. Do you know there's video of Woody Allen boxing a kangaroo? Yes, I've in, seen that. In a ring? Yeah. It's bizarre. It's something I could see you doing. Boxing a kangaroo? Yes. I would never box an animal because I feel like an animal is unpredictable. That's true. You know? And if it wanted to, while while we may have been, while me and the kangaroo may have agreed to boxing rules, he starts kicking me, biting me, scratching me. Those are not the rules. What about a giraffe? Uh, too big of a neck. Although I, you could probably work the neck uh, as they do in wrestling when they try to work a body part. There to you go. Weaken it. Work the body part. Work the body part. Uh, today in the office beforehand, uh, um, Taz, who does the morning show here on the CBS Sports Radio Network, yeah, right here in this office, he's on the same time uh, Boomer and Geo are on. Well, they get off at nine, actually. Uh, okay, he was in the office uh, before the show today, and uh, Eddie was asking a million wrestling questions. But from a, I don't watch wrestling standpoint. Yeah, those are tough questions. It was some tough, some tough questions. Uh, but Taz was entertaining the questions. Taz, I told you, I've listened to their show a little bit. Taz, I find very entertaining. You said he's very likable. He is. I think Taz is very likable. It's a good personality. Yeah. He wrestles everywhere. He wrestled in Mexico, Japan. It's impressive. Very impressive. Would you ever go to Australia I, with, with the long flight? Yeah, that's... I, I might. You might. I might. I'm not ruling it out. Okay. Good for you. But I think if you go there, you got to go there for a while because the flight is so long. Yes. You're not going there for the weekend. Yeah, it's not a weekend. That would be a bit much. It's not a weekend jaunt. Would you ever go to Russia? No. Never. Zero. I'm with you on that. No. China? Nope. I wouldn't either. But Japan? Ja- yeah, Japan I'm interested in. Really? Yeah. I would never go to Japan. Uh, Germany, no chance. France, no. Germany, I would like to go for the historical lesson. Yeah. Probably the best way to put it. Okay. France, same thing. But other other than that, but I probably never will. So. Mm-hmm. What about Greece? A lot of I have old interesting. There. I do have interest in Greece. Greece looks gorgeous. Yeah, I'd go to Greece. Yeah, me too. But again, not anytime soon. Right. I'm not sure when that trip happens. Not on the top of your list. You Maybe ever actually when you retire? Yeah. Like, do you ever actually start to put the years together, yes. and it can freak you the hell out? Only recently have I started yeah. going. Oh yeah, I'll do that eventually. I'll do that eventually. I'm like, do that when exactly? Eventually is running out. Right. Eventually is running out. <laughs> it's really it's disturbing. Right. Like, oh my god. Yeah. That's a that's something that's recently been uh, rattling around in my head. Yeah, it's not a good thought. No. I'll be like someday I'll get I'll open up that coffee shop. Then I'm like, hmm. I'm old now. When is someday? How about now? <laughs> when I'm retired? Yeah. One that's day the la- by the way, that's the last part of your life that you want to be stressed out. Right. And not knowing if it's going to work or not. Right. I'm retired. Let's open up a business. It fails. <laughs> now I'm broke. Now you're back at Wendy's or McDonald's, just somewhere to go get a job. Right. Ugh. I'm old and broke. That's not a good look. That's a terrible look. I have another story here, Jerry, which quite frankly, I can't tell if it's made up or not. It came from uh, what I think is a reliable source. The onion is not reliable. This did not come from the onion, and I have heard of this being a thing. A West Norriton, Pennsylvania woman was diagnosed with mechanophilia. 
What's that? Which is a real thing. Okay. It is a sexual attraction to cars. She recently caused some trouble in her town of West Norriton, Pennsylvania. How do you spell West Norriton? How do you spell Norriton? N-O-R-R. Right. I. Got it. T-O-N. West Norriton Township, Pennsylvania. And just type in cars or sexually attracted to cars. This says uh, April 18th of this year, a woman was running in the roadway chasing cars she was attracted to. And police needed her to get away from chasing cars on the street. Yeah, this is legit. These are real newspapers with this story. These are. Yeah, this is no joke. So check this out. Officers returned the woman to her home where she kissed, hugged, and became emotional over a white Nissan Pathfinder that she called Husky Bear. She also yelled at another vehicle that she did not like. A police officer explained to the woman that she could not be outside causing a disturbance and she needed to go back inside. After kissing the Nissan Pathfinder several more times, she went back home. No charges filed. No charges filed, right. How do you live your life this way? Yeah. Mechanophilia. You have mechanophilia? I do not. I'm not attracted to cars at all. I wouldn't think so. I don't even really particularly like any cars. Right, you don't even like the one you have. Yeah. And you spent six months researching which one you're going to buy. A lot of research on that. That's a story that'll never get old. You a day after you bought the car, think I'm in mistake. Yeah, this is a regret. Like your career, your life. I said every uh, decision I make, almost every one I yeah, you're bad at that. Initially regret the decision, and then I learn to like it, or I'm okay with it, and a little with some some space. If you moved out of state, would you go into like a deep depression, like a, a day after you moved there, and be like, "What the hell did yeah, I just probably. do?" Yeah, probably. Unless so it was could, Arizona. Like, we have a friend that used to work here that moved to Australia. Yes. Would you be like at the airport, like, why am I getting on this plane? Probably. Unless the only time I'm okay with decisions like that is when I feel completely desperate. So if I was despondent, depressed, sad, had no Fired, reason. Fired, you had no reason to stay. Yeah. I had no reason to go on. I had no reason to get up in the morning. Jesus, depressing. Then going to Australia would sound cool. I think it sounds cool regardless. Yeah. I think just moving to a different area, and I don't mean a different town five towns away. I mean a legit different state, right? country, whatever. I think that's neat because you literally have, let's hope, I really do hope 100 years on this planet. Let's wow. figure 75 good ones. Okay. How many places are you going to see? You're going to live in the same place right. your whole life? And All just New Jersey. The same? Right. So far, pretty much. And I would say probably more than 90% of the population end up in the same area for their entire life. Yes. There is literally, not to be so cliche, but there is an entire friggin' world out there. Mm-hmm. Like right now, someone in Australia, well, it's probably 1030 at night, right? In Australia, 12 hours? Not sure. I really don't know what the time is. Let's see, what time is it? I'll go find out right now because I, I need to know this. Uh, Google. Yeah. What time is it in Australia right now? So right now it is... Okay, so it's Friday. It's mid- so right now in Australia, there are thousands of people having sex. 
Mm-hmm. There are thousands of people working, thousands of people sleeping, thousands like of people a whole feeding world going on over there. Feeding carrots to kangaroos. That too, boxing kangaroos. Babies are screaming. Babies and you're are doing. Sleeping. We're doing nothing. Like Annie's out there. She could be partying right now, living her life. And we're sitting here doing the same thing we do every goddamn day. Right? Nothing. We're Think doing nothing that. new. We've done this podcast for over three years. I think we should move to Australia. You in? Uh, Probably not. Well, the you family get, thing. Think about it. You're yeah. single. What family? Well, my parents are getting older. My sister's children that are still young. Family. They really ruin everything, they family. They do ruin everything. I did have, I think you have a window in life where you can move away for a little yes, while. Yes, when you're in your early 20s. Yeah, which is when I moved to Florida for seven years. See? So you have experience of some I have. degree. I would love that. Like a three-year run in Florida. Yeah. I'd like to go live in California for three to five mm-hmm. years. Maybe longer. Arizona. Love it. I would like that. I agree. I would I would, lo- I would like that. to live in Texas. I actually like Texas. Texas. Parts of Texas I find very appealing. And I'll probably never do any of that. Right. What a sad existence. So <laughs> if, if you're you out there about it, and you're young listening to this podcast. Leave your parents and move away. <laughs> grab life. Just grab it. Grab all. Put your arms around life, Jerry. And just hold on to it. Life. Go see the world. I have plenty of life. I'm good. No, I'm talking to the audience. No, sorry. See the world. Jerry, do it with me. Tell the audience. Grab Grabbing life. Grab life. By the balls. Hold it. Holding life. Grasp life and live it. Live, Jerry. You feel like you've lived? Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to Alaska this year, so I you're am. starting to live. I'm going to be in Seattle. I'm going to Alaska. <laughs> I'm going to grab life. That or you're going to be a miserable oh. SOB when you're in the middle of the water. I am trying to talk myself into being a happy going on the trip. Yeah, bring vodka. I'm going to try. I can buy the vodka package on the uh, cruise. You, I'm serious about this because mm-hmm. I think it's legal out there. Okay. Why don't you smoke oh. weed once? Uh, if it is legal out there, I'm going to eat eat uh, marijuana gummy bears. You will. And just zone out. You will. For sure. I might. I might. You I'm waiting for so it to happen. You would want to smoke the weed, but no. you would eat it. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I'm I'm kind of interested when New Jersey becomes a pot state. Maybe I maybe I can talk to a therapist to get me uh, anxiety pot anxiety pot. So that'd be cool. You can go to your pizza place, have a beer, come uh, home, pot brownie. You are out for the weekend. See you Sunday night. <laughs> that'd be awesome. I got yeah. to get out. All right, here. Jerry. Warm up next. Yeah. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, Thursday morning, this portion sponsored by Frontline Plus. Al Dukes, how are you there, Jobber? Oh, uh, hi, Jerry. Uh, jobber's a wrestling term, Jerry. That's I th- right. I think a jobber is one of those guys that gets beat up all the time. Oh, in wrestling, you're promoting the Taz show. Well, Taz gave me this T-shirt. It says because I I like that it said Jobber, but he wasn't a Jobber. He didn't he was up. not. Do not say he that. Beat Jerry. up the people. Right. Right. Like when I watched wrestling, uh, WWF wrestling. Uh, when I was a kid, it was on Saturday mornings. It would be like Hulk Hogan versus Mike. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. He was the Jobber. Right. I believe that's what the Jobber means. He, was, he would just get beat up while the 
well-known wrestler was featured on television. Probably to get paid as well as like Not Jimmy pip- Superfly snuck Yeah, up. and they were like substitute teachers who wrestled on the side. That'd be kind of cool, though. Like if you go in and the kids are throwing, you know, paper airplanes. And yeah. I mean, at some point you have to say, listen, I'm a wrestler there, people. Yeah. Shut up. I just fought Sergeant Slaughter last <laughs> Saturday. So you kids relax. Heard of Andre the Giant? And they would that always me. They would always let the jobber get a couple of good shots in. Like he'd catch Hogan. Well, in a lot of cases, they'd be winning for much of it. For a little bit of it. And then all of a sudden the audience gets them into it. Like, And now it's over. Is it possible right. this substitute teacher from Caldwell, New Jersey... Beats the Iron Sheik today. And no, the no, no, it is not. Right, Jerry. Things are falling apart in Mets world. That's fair to say. Yeah, just think of all the things that went down yesterday. Uh, Jacob Degrom. I know, uh, by the way, gets injured. Explain this to me. All right, Jerry. How does Michael Conforto hurt his shoulder swinging and Jacob Degrom extend his elbow hit? I, I don't. Yeah. I don't understand. Jacob Degrom. Uh, what's He's the not injury? Got it going on. It's the extended. Elbow. He's got a hyperextension of the elbow. Which he did swinging a bat. If this were the American League, Jerry, this would never have happened. Because he wouldn't have been hitting. Exactly. Oh, no, don't blame it on the not having the DH now. Shut up. How about at one point? How about guys swing normal and don't hurt themselves? They said uh, when he hurt himself swinging, he went out there and pitched and said he felt fine pitching. Yeah. So he said, listen, keep me in the game. Uh, when I get up to bat, I'm just not going to swing. Well, that's great. That's, I would do that. Let him go bunt. I guess. Absolutely, I would do that. If he can pitch, he can play. But now he's got an MRI, which I don't know why we can't get results immediately for that. Isn't that weird? Yes. They had to wait for the results to be read yeah. today. The doctors at the hospital last night aren't capable of reading the MRI results. I don't Why not hire an MRI reader? Ooh, new business. You don't have to be a doctor. Al's MRI reading. I always felt like... If the radio thing didn't work out for me, I could go like be an X-ray tech or an MRI tech. An X-ray tech, because I'm sure an MRI tech will look at that elbow MRI, and you could see there it's extended or not extended. What do you think a, a, a hyperextended elbow looks like? It's probably just like a space between, mm. like m- tendons or something. Butt doctor, <laughs> or butt, be a doctor. butt doctor. <laughs> well, okay. either one. Um, so that happened. Yeah, Cespedes. Uh, sliding into second base on a double, his uh, diamond necklace broke, and there were jewelry. There was jewels everywhere, Jerry. Diamonds. Three infielders on the left side Ooh, against Frazier. That's the wrong clip. I was going to play. There was uh, Keith was like, "Are those diamonds?" Yeah, <laughs> like he was stunned. Yeah, they showed the close-up uh, on television. <laughs> In the dirt, the infield dirt was glistening. Yep, it was Look- pretty. It was actually a pretty cool shot. Yeah, it was neat. He was not happy though. I will no. say, for for people who don't watch sports, like if you have a NFL football on or baseball on, and sort of like a casual, someone who casually watches sports or doesn't watch Al use <laughs> sits down next to you, when they see athletes playing in full jewelry, they wonder why. Like if my mother sure. sat down to watch a Met game, she would be like, why is this guy wearing 19 necklaces? Because he can. And they do it in the NFL too. Yeah, they do. And there have been it, guys that have been tackled by the necklace. Yeah. Ripped down by the bag or grabbed at least and ripped it off their neck. And it caught up with him yesterday. Yeah, it did. Well, he, he was, got the diamonds back. He was, Struble Cabrera went and collected them yeah. for him. And one of the yumps was also helping pick up jewelry. Yes. I, I liked his reaction, though. Like, he was legitimately ticked off yes. that the chain broke. Yeah, then don't wear the chain. Well, that's I agree. I Did you ever wear jewelry when you were playing Little League Baseball back in 1981 no. in Carteret? No. 
Well, Colonia. Colonia, sorry. Yeah, no, I did not wear jewelry. You did not. All right, you mm-hmm. weren't a big cross. I was not a cross guy. Uh, I would feel encumbered as an athlete. Encumbered? You with... didn't get a hit one season. You were the only thing encumbering you. <laughs> I don't That's think it true. would have been the chain. Right, but I would have also been thinking about that. Like when I'm hitting a double and running the base, I'd be like, I hope my my uh, diamond necklace doesn't break. By the way, cubic zirconium probably for us. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so you had DeGrom injury, uh, jewelry broken, Todd Frazier Pissed. fighting with umpires. Well, did you, all kidding aside, did you watch the game last night? I had it on, Jerry. No, no, no. sound. I had. <laughs> I did have it on. You had it on? Yes. But did you have it on enough to realize how horrendous the strike zone was by Lance Barrett? Yeah, it was. It came up often. Even it was you know, terrible. it's you know, you're doing either a really terrific job or a really terrible job when they show you on television as an ump and put your name. Did you notice under it. when they put him on camera, the little uh, issue he had with his lips? He was licking his lips. He was. Mm. Underneath, underneath the mask, it was almost like, guys, get the camera off him. It's dis- it's distracting. His mask was also like somewhat disheveled. It wasn't like fitting on his face properly. He w- he did not have a good night. So Todd Frazier says terrible umpiring and it's getting worse, and he's very angry. And he he wants a meeting with um Rob Manfred. I almost said uh, Bud Selig. I did. <laughs> Honestly, I almost said Bud Selig. That's okay. Uh, well, he said he had a meeting with a couple of umpires in San Diego. And he said that was very nice, that yeah. the umpires agreed to meet with him about uh, strikes, balls and strikes and things. I can't, Well, yeah. The, the whole thing is stupid. Yeah. Uh, Gary, they were doing it on the broadcast. They were saying, even Gary was like, I don't understand why the umpire lines up on the inside part of the plate and he's calling outside corner strikes that he can't see. Like The whole thing didn't make any sense. I will say, for the most part, when I watch these games and... A ball looks like it's outside, and then they show it super slow-mo from up above where you can see. They do get it right they get, so listen, much. They get most right. Yeah. The problem is when they get it wrong. How about the one, maybe you didn't see this, a Struble Cabrera's at bat in the third inning. I mean, he on ball four, he looks back at the umpire. You sure that's a ball? Yeah. Because he was ticked off on ball on strike two. I thought it was ball four. That was somewhat disrespectful. It was, and good for him. You like that? Yes, because I thought the the last pitch that he called the strike was horrendous. And right. now the Mets are not in first place. They're not. They're a half game out. Now I know what's going to happen because this happened constantly now in Sky sports. Falling. In sports talk radio, this is the call I get. Relax, it's only May second. Relax, it's only June third. Relax it. Well, when do we? T- when do we start to not relax? I think you cannot be relaxed. I don't think you need to panic just yet, but I don't think uh, everything's great right now. We right. Have, the Mets have problems. The one guy you could count on, Jacob DeGrom, out. Here's where I say you panic. When you hear, if you hear that he's going to miss significant time. If this turns out to be, listen, he's going to miss one spot, he'll be back in nine days, you're fine. But if it is serious, oh boy. And if you need any more proof that Matt Harvey's stock has fallen, they go, uh, with DeGrom out, this is a chance for either Matt Harvey or Oswald. <laughs> Who? I know. <laughs> and the best part is <laughs> Mickey Callaway goes, yeah, uh, Matt's gone through my head. I've thought about that. Yeah. Not it's him. Matt, I've thought about his name. <laughs> I thought about Matt ha- Harvey and Corey Oswald. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, who was the guy who supposedly killed uh, Kennedy? He was Oswald. What was his first name? <laughs> Harvey. Harvey, yeah. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. Yeah, there. There you go. 
I already have an idea for like a back page of the post or daily news. If he um, wins a game, it'd be like conspiracy. Oswald, single pitcher. And ever the fact his name is Harvey. Matt Harvey. <laughs> Harvey Oswald. I mean, how ridiculous wow. is that? He could work in the grassy knoll somehow. Yes. I mean, good Lord. The exactly. grassy pitcher's knoll. If they were only in Texas where I think they have that grassy knoll yeah. in center field. I went to visit that, uh, the the Kennedy assassination Much smaller thing. smaller than you think. Uh, yes. I remember driving. We were there for that wonderful Super Bowl week. What was that, like six years ago now? I remember driving by like, this is it? Mm-hmm. it? There's nothing there. Yeah. And you can see the, sh- you can go in the book depository where the shots were fired from. And I think the Mets have a minor league catcher named Zapruder. Oh, no. As a matter of fact. That is weird. They're thinking of bringing him up because of their catcher problems, Jerry. We have to take a break. Strange. This portion sponsored by Frontline Plus. Warmer weather means more time outside, but can also mean more bugs. So don't forget to protect your pets with the number one name in flea and tick protection. Frontline Plus. Buy it today. Boomer and Geo coming up next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes to the top because we are a doom and gloom society. We haven't even touched on Giancarlo Stanton. It was all bad about the Mets who lost to the Braves 7-0. Yankees did beat the Astros 4-0. Stanton 3-4, two home runs, a double, all four RBIs, and Severino complete game, 10 strikeouts uh, as well. By the way, Jordan Montgomery is going to miss a lot of time, four to eight weeks. Yeah, I saw four to six weeks, and I saw six to eight weeks. I go four to eight. That was perfect the way you did it. (laughs) Jerry, a crazy story coming out of the New York Times concerning the Washington Redskins cheerleaders. I saw this. This is crazy stuff, supposedly. This is 2012. All right. That's not that long ago. Supposedly. Six years ago. They had the cheerleaders uh, do a topless photo shoot and had some of their best-paying clients get to watch. Then the allegations are that the Redskins had the cheerleaders go on a trip to Costa Rica. I'm on a boat. (laughs) With clients. Yes. As escorts, basically, right? As escorts, although they said no sex took place. They still had to, you know, kind of act like escorts. And uh, supposedly these high-paying clients were shooting uh, liquor shots in their mouths with turkey basters and holding twerking contests. That's not great. Jerry, that's a bad look for the NFL. You think? <laughs> that's what I say. I did you and I saw the Redskins uh rebuttal to that and their response. Okay. I mean now, 2012 there were phones. How is none of this surface? You Thoughts? mean like photos and videos sure, and such? Yeah, absolutely. Were there phones back then, Jerry? 2012? It's 6 two, years ago. You just said it's not that long ago. <laughs> it's 2012. It's not 1993. I bet some of those clients have some Wasn't photos. Wasn't iPhone 4 out by 2012? The iPhones were out, I'm definitely. I'm pretty sure those took pictures. All right. Probably blurry, though. Twerking contest. Yeah. Mike Francesa is back home on the fan.